I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. Hi, Sarah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Wow. You're you're all the you're all the way. You're you're reaching me out, reaching to me out from all the way in Bahrain, huh? Yes. Yes. I'm in the military right now, so I, I'm stationed out here. I just got here about a month ago. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you so much for your service. I very much appreciate it. Uh, that's so wonderful. So. Sarah, I don't believe I've read for you before, have I? No, first time. Okay, well, um, hello, nice to meet you. Uh, just to remind you, this is being recorded and it is probably going to be used for promotional purposes. I did not hear back from you in writing. So one okay. last option here. You sure, is it okay that we record this or are you like, yeah. no? Yeah, okay, fabulous. That's, that's fine. Perfect. Okay, so Sarah... Um, let me just share with you a little bit about how I work so that you can have the best experience possible, okay? It's very important for me that my clients enjoy this experience, okay? So it's important to know that the spirit world speaks to me in metaphor. So that means that I have to interpret the information and then translate it to you. And um, sometimes what I say is not exact or literal. So in order to receive the information the best way, it's also great to think in terms of metaphor or think that there might be a connection to the information that I'm giving you. Because if you just stay married to the exact words that I say, you're probably or you might, not necessarily, miss some really important information for guidance for your highest good, okay? But I promise my intention is to present you the information. Oh, hi there. Hi, I, I, just, see I realized I didn't have the video on the whole time. Oh, that's so okay. That. <laughs> that's okay. I just need to hear you so I can connect to your energy. I'm totally fine okay. not seeing you, but nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so like I was saying, um, so uh, if you can also think in terms of metaphor or connection, you'll be able to get that information. Now, I intend on making sure that I present to you information in a relatable way, okay? So I promise to give you the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the whole thing. So do you want to know everything or do you want me to edit? Because I can edit some information out. No, you can just give it to me how you, how you receive it. That's fine. Okay, fabulous. So I'm just going to surrender to spirit and anything that comes through, I'm going to give you, if you find that you don't want to hear something that I am saying to you, please make sure you okay. say something to me and I'll be like, okay, no more. <laughs> um, okay. Now I do get medical information. I get legal information, the whole thing, but ultimately I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. And any information that I'm giving you is for your highest good and for your guidance. So you're choosing your own reality. So because of your God-given gift of free will and choice, um, every decision that you make is up to you. I'm just merely giving you potentials and possibilities, okay? Okay. Here's the last part. 
um, you have 10 minutes to see or know or trust or feel whatever if this reading is working out for you. Because if for whatever reason you feel maybe I'm not connecting you to you, maybe you feel like I'm bullshitting you, or maybe nothing I say is right, you can't connect, relate, nothing. It's important that you tell me this information. We will end the session and I'll reimburse you your money. I'm not here to waste your time or your money, okay? But if you don't okay. say anything... I'm not going to know because I'm not a mind reader in this lifetime yet working on it. <laughs> um, but I don't know that. So I'm just yeah. going to keep going. So please don't feel like you're going to offend me, upset me or anything like that. It's really important for you to say, Terry, this just isn't working. You'll feel okay. good about it too. So that's the good news. Okay. And okay. you'll know probably sooner than 10 minutes, but usually I just let people, you know, about <laughs> 10 minutes. So okay. Miss Sarah, um, how would you like me to drive this for you? Do you want just a general reading or is there some like specific information you want? You want me to, do you have questions? How would, how do you want me to, to do this reading? I you? think, um, I'm good with a general reading. I did write two or three things down. Maybe if we have time at the end, if you haven't addressed okay. any of those, okay. but yeah, we can start with just kind of a general reading would be great. Okay, so I'll start off general, but if I haven't started in the direction of your questions, I'm biased towards making sure you get what you want out of this reading. Okay. So please make sure you say something or ask, okay? Okay. So let's get this connection going, Sarah. Um, please do me a favor and put both of your hands on your heart. You're gonna take three deep breaths in and out, and then out loud, only your first name, you're gonna say your first name three times, please. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Okay, thank you, Sarah. Okay, so we're gonna start off general. So I have cards. We're gonna look at some cards for general speaking, generally speaking. Um, although I am starting to get some information. So um, again, just let me know if you're understanding what I'm saying or not. But would you understand? Okay. I feel like I feel like there are either questions or concerns or issues that might be going on in regards to your family. Do you understand this? Why your family would be showing up energetically right now for you? Yeah. You yeah. Um, I feel like particularly your parents. Um, so I almost feel like, um, I don't, I don't know if it's their age or there's age related issues that are happening. You understand this? Yes. So, so there's concerns and, uh, I feel like you're not the only one. So you have siblings, you understand this, right? Yes. Yeah. So I have a brother, I, older brother. you have an older brother. So I feel like you guys are kind of talking because you're starting to notice that there are things that are happening with mom and dad. And it feels like, um, it's, it doesn't feel serious between, amongst your parents. It just feels like you guys are starting to notice things because they are getting older. You understand this? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, it's almost like conversations you and your brother are having um, about like, well, it, it can be uncomfortable because it's not like, in a way it might feel kind of morbid. You understand this where you're starting to like, yes. like what happens? <laughs> if you know they pass on or anything like that i'm not getting that information just so you okay. know i'm just getting that that's a concern or that's what's kind of going on with you currently right now with your brother it is uncomfortable and i do feel like it is the right time for you guys to to be discussing this again this is no prediction about the fact that they're going to pass anytime soon or anything like that however what i do like is the preparedness that you uh you and your brother are starting to talk about now, the, um, what's coming up in regards to that, and again, you know, 
you have to do what's right for you. Um, but it does feel like you, you and your brother might, once you guys kind of figure out, well, how would you handle things when the time comes, um, you might want to start talking about, or stop, start, if you haven't already, talk about this with your parents to get their perspective and maybe to find out what their wants and needs are as well. So again, it's not something you have to rush into, but just try that on like a coat. If it doesn't feel right, take the coat off. But it does feel to me like, just generally speaking, you come from a very prepared family and it just yeah. would be very, it would be comforting. So this is like a good thing because it would give you guys more of a sense of control and you would just feel more comforted for when things needed to take place. Okay. So again, mm -hmm. this is not in any way, I don't want you to feel in any way <laughs> this is going in a certain direction. Um, you okay. know, starting off general here. Um, this okay. is also, also what I feel like is just generally speaking, you're a very cerebral person. Okay. So you think and strategize a lot. Makes sense. Of course you're in the military. Of course you're going to be like that. <laughs> yes. Um, and I feel like oftentimes you're juggling more than one job. Do you understand this? Like in the military, I feel like you have more yes. than one job. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes. Yes. Wow. A lot. Yeah. I the job like I came from was just overwhelming. Before I came out here, it was, I was working the job of two people. Mm-hmm. And worked. above my current rank. <laughs> yeah. It just feels yeah. like whoa it was too much so i do feel yes. like you made the the right decision it does feel like you had some sort of control or a choice where you chose to leave it wasn't like you were let go you understand this right yes yes um i feel like you can breathe again too so there's something yes. about i don't know whether you had actual breathing issues or um you know where you just feel like you have more space where you can like stretch your arms out now also i feel like <laughs> sleep is better now you understand this as well like you're yes better now you made the right yeah. choice just so you know that okay i also feel like something might have been a little bit shady so i'm glad you got out of that position because i do feel like there may have been someone who was sneaking around or not being very honest with their job or their position i don't know that you yes. know about you know about this then okay. yes <laughs> i was gonna say if you don't know about it you'll hear about it and you'll go oh thank god i'm out of there so, yeah um, there was no i i mean i think i know who you're talking about yeah. yeah i feel like they would have dark hair you understand this Yes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so you, you did well because it does feel like this person just generally speaking also has a, a tendency to cause drama and you're like, no drama. Like I already have enough shit going on in my life. Like I do not need more drama. Makes sense. Do you understand this? Yeah. 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 So all in all, really great decision to make that choice. Um, so, but I do feel like sometimes you're kind of like, did I make the right decision? So I'm here to tell you, mm -hmm. you did make the right decision. Don't worry if the money is different. I don't know why I want to say that. Was there payment involved or something like that? I don't know if there uh, was. No, not okay. really. I'm making the same amount here. Okay. okay. So that doesn't quite fit and that's fine, but there's something about it. Like if there were money concerns about having this and maybe it's just like, well, what's my next step? Will it lead to more money yeah. because I stepped down? I, I just really feel like there's no concern about the connection with money um, yeah. and changing your position if you were concerned or if there was a concern. Yeah. Um, well, I did actually just find out that my student loans were more than I thought I had okay. to pay off. 
Okay. So I just had to pay off like a lot more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> like a few days ago. So that might. Yeah, that could be it. But I don't, you know, yeah. again, I, I really default to the fact that you made the right decision and the right choice for changing out of that last position. It was too much. And I mm -hmm. feel like it would have actually, if it didn't, it could have caused, again, potential impossibility, panic attacks. So um, I'm glad you got out of there because it was way too, too much. And I do feel like there were aspects of it being unfair as well. Yes. All right. So I want to open this up to you. I can keep going general or, you know, if you have a question you want me to look into, I'm more than happy to do sure. that. I can ask a question. I was, yeah. you know, with my career in the military, I'm going to be kind of coming up on some crossroads. Um, yeah with my next assignment, because this assignment is only a year. Okay. So I was wondering if you had any insight about where I might be next year. And then um, in about four years, I'll have the option of, of staying in or, or getting out of the military. Okay. And I honestly, I have no idea what, what I'm going to be doing yet. Right. <laughs> it's totally right. up in the air. Right. So the first information or pieces of information that I got is that you are still in the military for, I got at least three years. So it makes sense that you're saying four years. So, you know, at least three yeah. or four years, you're still there. Um, it actually feels like you need to be there because it does feel like on, even though the military is kind of more than the real world in terms of the amount of stress and the amount of like what you're doing, it also prepares you for the real world. Because on some level, and I don't know much about the military. All I know is I have so much respect for, for you know, <laughs> my freedom being protected. That's all I, that's, that's yeah. you know, what the military means to me. So I don't know much about how it all works, but it does feel to me that there is still some separation from civilian life, right? So um, it does feel to me like this is preparing you for getting back out there. So that tells me that you will not be staying again. I'm, everything that I'm sharing with you is as of this conversation right now, because of course you have your God-given gift of free will and choice. So it does right. feel like you may at that time, figure three, four years, you may leave the military. Um, and I do feel, I don't know, you know, what your family plans are, but I do feel like, um, it starts to come more online or it starts to become more important to you in regards to creating a family or having a family. Um, but again, that's post military. That's what it feels like to me. So, um, it does feel to me like, that starts to become more important for you. So you leave the military and you really start to explore that kind of lifestyle, which is more of a civilian kind of lifestyle. Cause right now you're just kind of like, this is yeah. everything. Even <laughs> though there's a shit ton of stress. And I mean, you guys are doing like amazing stuff and, <laughs> you know, and all of that. So it's like this weird yeah. dichotomy of like bigger than the real world, but then also separate from the real world. So exactly. enter the real world and this is preparing you for the real world. But to me that for you and your personality, it's actually really good because it kind of like you, you get to move along. You're not because, just thrown out. Yeah. Um, what are you currently doing in the military? Because it's not coming clear to me and I don't want to just go, oh, she's a chef in the military. <laughs> I'm actually a veterinarian. Oh, so I, 
Yeah, I work with the military working dogs okay. and I take care of pets mm. of service members. So it's, it's, I don't feel like I'm stereotypical military in Good. the sense that okay. I'm not like going out on deployment and things like that. Right. Um, at least not right now. Okay. But yes. Okay, so, so that makes a little bit of sense. I'll explain why, because I, I got this hit. I just got this hit. Look, it's again, it's up to you what you want to do and how you do it. But I got the chills on it. Typically when I get the chills, it's confirmation. I got the hit that you end up somehow, some way with the FBI. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Right? <laughs> okay. But there is, but there is an aspect, you know, if you're a veterinarian, so it's like completely different, but it does feel like yeah. there's an aspect of, you know, still this undercover type of thing. Now, remember, it is metaphor, mm. so it may not be literal FBI, but yeah. it could be animal training or work, not necessarily training, but working still with animals that are like undercover, but for like big positions and big jobs. Things are changing very much in the world in ways that we can't even imagine. So this is something that may not even have been developed or created yet. Okay. Now I know, well, I've heard, I shouldn't say I know for sure, but I've heard of there are, and you were even just said military animals. So there are animals that go and do and detect and all of that. So um, if you don't stay in the military, it, I, can, I, I can feel like maybe there's a connection to the FBI and the government. So it could be that you still are veterinary type work with the government on some level. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't, and again, there's still that government uh, connection. Yeah. So if it's not the FBI, maybe the CIA, I don't know, you know, I, I can't quite yeah. peg what it is, but, um, but it is that I don't feel, uh, and maybe it's an undercover vet. I don't, I don't know how it all works <laughs> together. I don't know. Um, and it yeah. sounds far-fetched. It also sounds, and it feels to me like it hasn't quite been developed or these roles are just starting hmm. to come about. So I don't know if that's something you can research or find out about, like how animals are used undercover in yeah. CIA well, or FBI or something like that. One of the, it wouldn't be FBI or CIA, but one of the the positions that I'm considering applying for that would be starting next year is uh, special forces. Oh, okay. um, you can be, you can be a, you can be a special forces veterinarian and okay. you're kind of attached to those, um, those more specialized dogs that go on, you know, yeah. all these secret missions and stuff. Yes. Uh, so that might have something to do with it. It could very, very well have something to do with, with that because I feel, again, undercover. And for me, what undercover means is like very hush-hush, not knowing, yeah. very right. secret. Um, and, you know, I got to tell you, it doesn't feel like there are that many people that do that. I don't know what the actual number is, but it does feel mm -hmm. like you would fit in really good with that. Um, okay. You know, again, what it comes down to is, does that feel right to you? Is Does that sit right to you? Just because I'm saying there's this potential and possibility doesn't mean it'll actually happen because if you don't like that, you're not going to do that. It's just mm -hmm. what I see. 
Um, I do. And again, I, I just feel like there's a lot of, again, I just heard the word clandestine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Clandestine, clandestine. Clandestine, Yeah. It's all very super secret, all of that. So I still, I still think just because you leave the military doesn't necessarily mean you're leaving the undercover. Maybe it's not as undercover now what you're doing and you go into undercover, but there's still that connection Mm -hmm. with the government. It does feel right. And what feels right to it about me is the uniqueness of it. Have you ever heard that saying the rich, yeah, the riches are in the niches, bitches. (laughs) I haven't heard that one. (laughs) So the more unique and individual you are in your job, it allows you to charge more money, which means uh, it allows yeah. you to earn more money. Cause I feel like there's a lot of money around you Interesting. in this okay. particular thing. So, Oh, the other thing that's coming up is that it, I feel like you're not just, well, right now you're in Bahrain, but you're, are you American? I am. You are, because you will be doing a lot of traveling, I feel. There's going to be a lot of stuff around the world. So that, again, to me, when I put these puzzle pieces together, it does feel like, it feels more right to say maybe special forces or special ops. But again, it's they like- They travel a lot. Okay. They travel way more than you would on a normal assignment. Yeah, this yeah. is not, and I'm getting chills on this. This is not something where you're just sitting pretty. You're doing a lot of traveling. And mm-hmm. so, and, and there's, a part, there's a part of you that really enjoys that, I feel like. Because I feel like you, that's how you connect. And that's also how you learn. You understand this by being experiential. Um, yes. Which is really good because it feeds your analytical side um and your critical thinking so um there's there's problem solving with this with this position that you do and the other thing is okay look you know it's coming up i give what i get you may not just be sticking to dogs there may be other animals that are involved and i don't know how again i don't know how this is all going to come together but Mm -hmm. Again, it's, it's something, it's like a newer thing. It's, so it's something that maybe you're part of creating or you create, or there's a team that you become part of again, and there's, you're still, yeah. you're still further out, but you might want to start researching just to see if something yeah. that already exists. And if it like feels right to you, just because Are I'm you- saying it doesn't mean it's going to be right for you. Yeah. Are you feeling this for after the military yeah. or, or in the military? It feels like it's after the military, like when it comes to your professional, okay, real life stuff. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that you couldn't start it earlier because it just does feel like it's separate from the military. And what I may be picking on is the special, special part of it is in like three to mm-hmm. four years. Right. Okay. So, um, it could just be that you're training or you're just learning or whatever. If you start this program earlier, because didn't you say something like that? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Well. Like so. That, like a year. year in, yeah. in about. Actually, right now is when I would. In next couple months is when I would start applying for that special forces, and I would okay. start it next year. I would. But um, in about three and a half to four years is when I would have the option to get out of the military potentially. Mm. Okay. Well. So. It just, you know, it's showing up to me again, it's metaphor. So I don't, and I don't know how the military works, but it is showing up to me that there's a separation between the military and this, but there's still a connection to the government 
And I don't know, I don't know how that works. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe you just end up staying, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm wrong. I also see you doing a lot of running. So I don't know if that's something you do now or if that's something you're going to be doing. So, um, you know, so there's that, um, it feels good to me. It feels right to me, but again, it has to feel right to you. I can do whatever I want, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It has to be good for you. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess I was also, the last thing I was wondering about was just, you know, relationships, family life, like you were mentioning. Yeah. What's kind of, I don't know. I haven't had much luck so far in my life. So I was wondering, um, after the military, what that kind of looks like. Yeah. So I, again, I feel like the relationshipy romance part, um, would be coming more once you're out of the military or once you're in this separate part. So yes, you're still connected to the government, but whatever that part is, I don't know. For the (laughs) sake of this reading, we'll call it post-military. Okay. Um, and again, that's when it, it, like, you might be thinking about it now, but I feel like that's when you're mm-hmm. like, it needs to start happening. So it feels to mm-hmm. me like there's still a little bit of like push pill tug, like this tug, like, should I, shouldn't I, I'm nervous. Yeah. Mm, I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's where you're at right now. When you get yeah. to that place, you're like, oh no, it's happening. So there's still some more experiences that you have to have. Um, and I do feel like it gets a challenge for you in terms of just gaining that experience because of the situation that you're in. So it comes across to me that it's actually hard for you to date. Do you understand this? Yeah. <laughs> and that's an access thing. It has nothing to, or circumstantial, if we want to say, it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with you and your capabilities of being a good partner. Um, so it does feel to me that it's just where it is right now, but I do feel a little sadness around it. So this is one of those things where if you do want to be dating more, you do have to be going out and about and socializing more as well. You understand this? You have a tendency mm-hmm. to stay in more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the problem, a problem, not the, but a problem is you're not allowing yourself to be seen and to be heard and to like show up in life. So that's one of the challenges that if you start to show up in life, you will start to see that even in, um, in the dating world, you'll start to get more attention. Okay. Um, that's not to say there won't be much dating, but I do feel like you'll really start dating and you'll really start more action or activity once you're out or once that separate, separate thing happens. And to tell you the truth, you know, for whatever it's worth, like you are here for protection for whatever that's worth. And I know it's, you deal with animals, but your role is in helping protect, even if it's through animals. So Mm -hmm. right now it's like you're on this veer or you're on this course where that is where you're being guided and directed. And so at this point, dating or relationships could actually take you off course. So it's almost like, and, and if you're having a session with me, you must have some sort of belief in a higher power or, or, or something, the universe or something, or some sort of trust and something more than just you. And so it's, it's almost like, um, they're trying to keep you on course and in this direction, but that doesn't mean that you're not human and you want to connect. 
right? I mean, the human yeah. brain is wired for connection. Are you doing any type of online dating or anything like that? I mean, I don't know how it works when you're in the military. Is is do they have a military dating app? If not, good. <laughs> I don't know. There probably is. Um, okay. I, I mean, I have accounts on a few different apps, but I honestly, I rarely go on them because I yeah. I don't know why the idea of just online dating doesn't really. I know the only problem is that your real life access is super limited. So that's another avenue for you to show up. So when I'm saying you got to show up, it's unfortunate that you have to make an effort, but by you not putting yourself out there, you're also not giving yourself a chance. Now, the only reason why I'm saying this is because I can feel that there's a desire to connect with someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. But the way you're, from what it feels like energetically right now, the way you're being guided is not to date, not to get into that relationship. So you're struggling with like this human aspect of yourself and then like Mm -hmm. what your purpose is here. So that's why I'm saying you've got to make some sort of an effort. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going (laughs) to sugarcoat that and bullshit you on that. But you got to show up. So you might want to look into some of these dating apps because that is an Now, again, you know, I know you have pretty good discernment um, in regards to like, is this going to be a good person? Is this not? And bottom line is we all screw up. We all mistake. Mm -hmm. I'll make mistakes. We all get heartbroken and we all get over it. And for you to be heartbroken is actually a good thing because it takes you back on your path. You get revved Mm -hmm. up and going back in your purpose. And then you get to take that experience with you into the real world once (laughs) you're training and once you're really established. So you can never screw up just so you know that. Okay. You can never screw up. That's the good news. Yes. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And in regards to family life, you know, I do feel like your parents do genuinely care about you and they're concerned about you. Um, But I know, I feel like sometimes there is this push pull with them, but again, they're your parents, you know, and you're their kid. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, they may, because you're not so readily available to them, it's like they almost want you more. Does that make sense? Yeah. We always, we always want what we can't have. So when we can't have it, we want it more. And they can't see mm-hmm. you as often. And you're you're in like, where is this? Asia? Where is Bahrain anyways? Like what country? <laughs> it's in the Middle East. It's it's you're in the Middle Saudi East. Arabia. You're in yeah, Saudi, it's Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Your yeah. parents are American, you're in Saudi Arabia. You know, you're in a very yeah. dangerous part of the world. So they're like, Mom, baby. <laughs> you yeah. know? And that's my and, mom. Yeah. So, you know. I get that you're like, okay, okay. But from their perspective, they really do genuinely love you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they really, really do care about you. And I know sometimes it's like, you know, but it's okay. (laughs) I feel like your parents are fine. I know I started off like going, oh my God, your parents, your parents. But it's just more about your family uh, unit just being prepared. That's okay. All right, my dear. So our time is up. Just really quick before I let you go. Um, how did you find out about me or how'd you hear about me? Um, I actually found out about you through YouTube. I was watching um, 
Colleen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know okay. Colleen? Yeah. yeah. Of course I know like Colleen. Her YouTube channel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw you did like a reading for her a while back and I was like, that's really cool. And I, it's something I always wanted to do. I just never have done it before. So well, really thank, enlightening. thank you for reaching out and thank you for your service and keep up the great work. And I love the direction that you're going in, even though it's not clear and that's okay because you get to create and that's what's so beautiful and so awesome. And there's going to be a planet of money. So it'll rain nicely. That's good to know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Don't worry That's about awesome. the how it's going to come together. It's just kind of like new, right? So yeah. We don't yeah. know how it's all going to work That's out. crazy. Yeah. I, I don't I know. know what that means yet, but yeah. I guess Neither do out. I. <laughs> so we'll find out. All right. Some kind Sarah? of secretive undercover veterinarian. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Come on. All you need is yeah. a cape. Like, I know. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You have a great rest of your evening or day, wherever you are. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Talk to you later. You got Bye. it. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences. We'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate, authentic, and entertaining approach towards spirituality, personal development, wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and get updates about future episodes. And join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.